everybody. Welcome back to Born on the Flow. This is episode number 182, and I'm your host, Maddie Membrino. So this last weekend, I went out to Tahoe to go snowboarding for the weekend with my buddy Brian. Uh, had two good days. <clears throat> One of the days was pretty terrible. Weather was awful. Uh, but, you know, because it's March Madness, we still got to kick it, watch some basketball, chill, have a good time. All of those good things. Um, and, and of course, you know, my March Madness bracket is completely fucked as it always is. Uh, this year I picked Kentucky to be the champions and, uh, you know, they decided they were going to lose first round to a 15 seed. So yay for me. Um, the last time I remember picking a two seed that, was supposed to, the, I picked a two seed to win the championship and they lost first round was when Duke lost to Lehigh back in like 2013. Um, <clears throat> and I had a feeling this year that for some reason I was like, I, I'm not going to pick Duke. They're a two seed. I have a feeling they're going to blow it. Like for some reason, I don't know why I'm like, I have a feeling they're going to blow it against the team they're playing. Uh, so I didn't pick Duke to win the championship this year. I picked them to go like two or three rounds, lose to Gonzaga, I believe. Uh, and so far they're still in the tournament. Um, they, I don't, I don't know if they're playing Gonzaga this round or next round, if, if they win or not. However, I guess the two seed that I picked this year, uh, was the first two seed to exit the tournament. So yay for me for being, you know, the best, uh, March Madness, gambler and, and pick pick them person out there because um, clearly I can't figure it out ever. So uh, yeah, why do I keep doing it to myself? No idea, but I got to do it. So that's just, this is what it is. So last week I was drinking a liquid death. Uh, I think it was last week, liquid death, uh, canned, canned sparkling water. I, I got another one this week. Um, <clears throat> it, it's a mango flavored one. I uh, figured I need to try that out. So I, I actually ordered, uh, these waters called Ourobora waters. Um, if, if you're unfamiliar with those and you want to learn what they are, go check out Ourobora.com, A-U-R-A-B-O-R-A.com. Also stop what you're doing and go listen to the podcast where I interviewed the founder of Ourobora. Um, it's the, if you search for Snacktopia, uh, the name of the podcast is called Snacktopia by TasteBase hosted by me you know, your favorite, your favorite dude out there. Uh, you can go listen to our chat, our conversation about his creativity, his, his brand that he brought to life, you know, the flavors behind it, the name behind it, all those good things. Uh, it's on this platform, whatever you're listening to this on, whether it's Apple podcasts, Google, uh, Spotify, you can, you can listen to the podcast called Snacktopia where I interview and chat with him and, and other founders. But so yeah, I ordered some Ourobora. I want to get that on the episode this week because I actually haven't tried it. Usually these founders send me snacks and send me their, their products to try before uh, I have them on the show. But for some reason I didn't get any Ourobora. So I, I ordered some myself and was going to try to get a, you know, hopefully I get it for this week's episode uh, and just talk about it. Cause for the past two weeks, two, three weeks or whatever, I've been drinking a bevy um, paying, paying respect back to the old days when I would, when I would drink different craft beers on the show every week and, and just chat about them. Uh, not saying I'm going back to video cause I definitely won't do that, but at least crack open a can of whatever or a bottle of whatever, give you a little bit of a rundown on it and it'll give you a little bit of a, a reaction. So this week it's liquid death again, the mango chainsaw flavored, uh, liquid death and 
instead of the the description or the story on the side of the can giving us this long-winded thing, this one says, this ruthless tall boy of flavored sparkling water is armed with agave nectar and natural electrolytes to refresh your body and, of course, to murder your thirst. And now I mentioned to you last week that the cans that I was drinking, the the sparkling water was was black with some gold and the like the trippy skull on it. Reminded me of a Rockstar Energy drink can. Well, this one is uh, is a gold can, you know, uh, just a mostly gold can with with black writing in the black skull, some some white accents on there. Uh, contains zero percent juice, so the ingredients are carbonated mountain water, agave nectar, natural mango flavor, citric acid, orange extract, and then other natural flavors. Uh, manufactured for Liquid Death Mountain Water in Santa Monica, California. We donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. So even these flavored ones, they're going to help kill plastic pollution. So uh, let me crack this open and, and get a taste of it. Mm, that's subtle. That's a subtle flavor. I like that flavor. I'm a big mango person. Um, it's not as sparkly as, I like, guess, not as bubbly as the the regular Liquid Death sparkling water. I don't. <clears throat> I don't know why that is. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it does actually taste like natural mango, which is phenomenal. It doesn't taste like artificial mango. It says, but it says there's no juice in there. So I'm unsure what they do. Like, do they chop up some mangoes and like make like mango pulp and let it sit in a vat where they carbonate this water and it just absorbs the flavor maybe. Uh, But it's not like LaCroix where it's an it's a flavor essence. It's an essence of chemicalized flavors. Uh, LaCroix waters suck. So just so you guys are aware, if you want a sparkling water, a flavored sparkling water, don't do LaCroix. They're the worst ones out there. Uh, this liquid death one's pretty good. Tall boy, 16.9 ounces. Remember the 16.9 fluid ounces? Who the fuck knows why it's called fluid and whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, yeah, so tall boys, uh, pretty good. I'd recommend it. Try it out. But yeah, I'm going to be hopefully getting some Ourobora. Crack that open on the on the podcast next week because you know why not. Okay, so while I was at <clears throat> Tahoe this weekend, um, <clears throat> fuck, dude. While I was at Tahoe this weekend, uh, we saw a coyote in the parking lot. We're getting out of the car. I think we, we went snowboarding all day. Then we went to we went to town, got some groceries, and we came back from the grocery store parked. And then my buddy goes, yo, look up there as a coyote. I look up and there's just this coyote standing on the snow banking. And I'm like, oh shit, that's dope. And then it hops off the snow banking and like pretty much comes and, and just like runs right past the car. And I was like, okay, so like, do I chill here? Do I get out? Uh, what do I do? So got out of the car, grabbed the, 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 uh, grabbed the bags of groceries and everything. And then looked to my left and the coyote's just standing there chilling in the middle of the parking lot, just I don't know, looking, looking for the road runner or something. And yeah, I took that joke from, from Brian, uh, but it's <clears throat> just chilling there, just waiting. Wasn't approaching us. was just chilling, living its life. Phenomenal experience, you know, seeing that, seeing a coyote just chilling there. Um, I don't think, I don't think it was rabid or anything like that. Like it wasn't acting, wasn't acting out of place. It was like 5.30 p.m., so like sort of makes sense. You know, it's, it wasn't like it was, I don't know, 
I don't know if coyotes are nocturnal or not, but it wasn't like, you know, 2 p.m. or something. It wasn't middle of the day. Um, I've seen coyotes in the morning before, and now I've seen them in, in the, the early evening. So <clears throat> based off of that, I'm going to assume they're somewhat nocturnal. Please let me know if they're not and know if I'm wrong because, you know, we're here for that. We're here for for learning. We're we're here for uh, making sure that if I'm wrong, someone tells me. So totally, totally down for that. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty dope. So Coyote was at Tahoe for the weekend, got some good shredding in, except for that day that it was like shitty out. But other than that, um, yeah, it was a good time. And, and something, something that I haven't thought of in a while until... Honestly, I was on Snapchat and I was on one of like the discover pages on Snapchat and I started talking about Machine Gun Kelly and about how he's dropping another new punk album. It's going to be a second punk rock, his second punk rock album with uh, Travis Barker. You know, his first one got a lot of backlash being like, oh, he's ripping off the sounds of old Blink-182. I can't believe he's just doing that. Blah, blah, blah. Yo, dudes, guess the fuck what? His drummer is laying down drum lines that sound like Blink-182 because that's what the dude knows how to fucking play. Travis Barker is the drummer for MGK. Of course, it's going to sound similar, but whatever. Anyway, so he's dropping a new album on the 25th. I'm down to listen to it. I sort of I sort of liked how he, he switched things up, but the craziest part was uh, when, him and Eminem, <clears throat> when him and Eminem had beef and both dropped a diss track for one another, when MGK dropped Rap Devil back in like 2018 or something like that, and then, I don't know, within three days, Eminem, <clears throat> I might have just said that wrong because I'm not thinking straight, MGK dropped a diss track for Eminem, MGK dropped a diss track against Eminem in like 2018, and then like three days later, Eminem dropped a diss track called Kill Shot to MGK, which was in theory, people were talking about how this is going to end MGK's career. You know, Eminem fucking owns him. Eminem is like the, Eminem is the owner of the label that MGK was recording for or something like that. I don't, I don't really know all the details, but the whole thing was, fuck, Eminem just laid down this diss track that's going to end MGK's career. And it was just like, out of nowhere, it happened. Like MGK stopped rapping. He started making punk rock music. He he starred in the Motley Crue uh, Netflix documentary called The Dirt. I think it's called The Dirt. Um, not again. Double check on that. But he, I believe, he played Tommy Lee. Is that is that right? Motley Crue. Tommy Lee. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he played Tommy Lee and MGK. Let's search. I'm just trying to fact check myself. Yeah, how Machine Gun Kelly got the role of Tommy Lee in The Dirt. So yeah, it's called The Dirt 2019 film. It's on Netflix if you want to watch it. It's all about Motley Crue and their crazy fucking experience. MGK goes from being a rapper, you know, he had like a decade of rap experience before that, trying to make himself like Lace Up was, I think, the first song I ever heard from MGK. And he, he decides, you know, Eminem really, <clears throat> Eminem really fucking ended his career. Like it really ended his career. And now he, he's doing punk rock. So I don't know. Is it, was it a, was it a, a sign? Or did he actually end his career? Like who, who knows what actually happened? Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy how things shake uh, shaped up like that. So, you know, if 
if you care about music, uh, you care about the evolution of an artist, uh, MGK is no longer a rapper. So if you want to listen to his new music, go check it out. Uh, see if it's for you. Definitely has Blink-182 vibes to it. Cause you know, like I said, Travis Barker, you know, he, he was, he was a Blink-182 drummer. So, you know, it makes sense. Um, I know this week was nothing important because I couldn't think of anything because I've been sick as a dog the past two days. Uh, but you know, still just got to share my experiences with y'all. So, um, remember plug into what's around you, you know, deal. I'll be dropping this every single Thursday. Woo!